team. Coach Gary here. This is episode 16 of the Brick and Block podcast, A Pandemic of Words. Now, this is an audio version of my July 2021 column, Full Contact Project Manager in Masonry Magazine. You know, there's a harshness to life and living these days, isn't there? Part of it might be due to the coronavirus, but much of it seems to come from everyday living. And with that in mind, I offer a perspective that might help explain things, because it is tough out there. There's some meat here, so dig in. We begin immediately, and by immediately, I mean once I remind you that you can find our website at brickandblockpodcast.com. That's brick and blockpodcast.com. I made a point last episode about websites that support your business, and I've got an excellent example of one. It's the Masonry Contractor Special website. You'll see it there. And that's what you're looking for. It's bulletproof. It's beautiful. Cutting edge. Done for you. And it is practically free. You're going to love this one, so check it out. Okay, team. Hang on. Buckle up. Listen up and prepare to move up. And now, Episode 16, A Pandemic of Words, by Coach Gary Michaloni. A Pandemic of Words, Why Benjamin Franklin Was Right. Hey, here's a note from Coach Gary as we start. You know, as we celebrate Independence Day of 2021, we rejoice over many things, yet we're saddened by others. So let me begin with the sad so that we can end with the joyful, which is where most people of our country choose to live. God bless the USA. There's a throwaway phrase that many commentators often use when discussing an article written by a reporter, and it's called, Talk about burying the lead. And generally what's meant is that instead of a writer including as a headline the main idea of a story, he begins with info of secondary importance, bringing it up later so that it just kind of pops up unexpectedly and smacks the reader. They would be like a sports writer fully describing yesterday's game and then, about the next to last paragraph, finally saying who won and the score. You get the idea. So I will begin at the beginning and disclose that my title was not created by me. Instead, it inserted itself into a simple conversation I was having. As my wife, Karen, and I were discussing the sordid events, the coarseness of dialogue, the verbal assassinations, and over-the-top insults and accusations which seem to predominate public discourse these days, she came to a startling conclusion. And she said something like, there is such a pandemic of words these days. And her comment staggered me. I asked her to repeat it to make sure I heard it correctly. So she laid it out again. Perfectly joining the main search term of the past year, pandemic, with the current effort to hurt and discredit people and ideas, not by discussing them, but by shouting them down with vile words which seem to have lost or changed their original meaning. A pandemic of words, simultaneously, both perfect, yet tragic. So my mission today is simple. Helping all of us regain and retain our sanity 
as I attempt to explain what is going on. So hang in there. In the media these days, we are often reminded of the quote from Benjamin Franklin at the Constitutional Convention in 1787. A woman asked him what kind of a government we were getting, and he uttered his famous reply, A republic, madam, if you can keep it. Franklin was prophetic. He foresaw the difficulty of maintaining a republic, that it could break down over time. We have been witnessing just that. People clamoring for democracy, yet secretly working for mob rule. Their mob. If you've never read George Orwell's 1984, this is the time to do so. Written in 1949, a fear of Big Brother seemed almost over the top, hard to imagine. In 1945, we were given by him in animal form, the fictitious political viewpoint that while all animals are equal, some animals are more equal than other animals. Couldn't happen, right? Ha! We seem to have stumbled into both of those worlds. You know, in the beginning, Congress was to be a deliberative body to discuss and consider the issues of the day. Today, it has become a high-stakes sporting event. Team D versus Team R, with both teams voting in a block at almost every vote. Our ideal of a republic has been corrupted into a majority rule. Let me help you to see this. So here's a mental image of Congress that I hope sticks in your mind, much like the way lyrics of a bad song become an earworm that you can't stop hearing. There are two teams, the R's and the D's, out in a park playing a game, throwing the frisbee. But instead of the familiar children's toy, they are using dinner plates. And not just any dinner plates. That would be bad enough. No, they are using your dinner plates. That elegant set of china that your family has owned and handed down for several generations, intended for the private enjoyment of your family. It was taken by people who came into your home and grabbed it for their own pleasure. Two problems. First, the players were not very skilled at tossing the frisbee. Little success, but lots of drops. Not caring if anything got broken, because they had an unlimited supply of fine dinnerware. Thanks to you, and also courtesy of the china cabinets of your neighbors and friends down the street and others elsewhere in the city. They were careless, and they did not value your treasures. More, they seemed to really love the sound of breaking plates. Second, they complained about the way dinnerware apparently breaks upon impact with the ground, which, of course, they believed to be our fault. An investigation was ordered. A new cabinet position, aptly named, created to mandate standards for the way dinnerware frisbees are to be manufactured. And then updated the rules of the game along with the types of helmets, masks, pads, and other now-required protection for properly playing the game. Absurd? <laughs> From where I sit, here in the belly of the beast of California, my neighbors and I are witnessing the actual feeding of the beasts. One example, the so-called bullet train, 
where billions have already been expended to facilitate the movement of people from one rural city to another. And yet, billions more are projected because of the need to tunnel through the mountains. Well, what could possibly go wrong there? My prediction is that sometime soon, that excavation will encounter pieces of broken plates. I was at church yesterday, as I wrote this, where we celebrated Memorial Day to begin the service. And everyone stood, hands over hearts, as the color guard carried and then posted the flags. We sang, My Country, Tis of Thee. It was touching. For me, it was hard to sing and not be choked up over words like, Sweet land of liberty, land where my fathers died, let freedom ring. Land of the noble free, thy name I love. Our fathers, God to thee, author of liberty, protect us by thy might, great God our King. These days, even those sacred and precious words are attacked, often by the nameless, the shameless, and the anonymous, the cowards. Now, some of you out there are asking what all of the above has to do with our construction industry. Let me remind you again the quote of Edmund Burke and others who said the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. Now, couple that with the very infamous words of Pastor Martin Niemöller commenting in World War II that evil men first came for this group and then for that group and later other groups, but nobody ever said anything Realize that eventually they're coming for you, your property rights, the right to run or manage a business, and of course your right to freedom of speech. We're witnessing that today. It directly impacts our family, community, and country. Some who have never studied history would flippantly discard rights guaranteed us by our Constitution just because they were granted by God, not a government. In fact, they'd like to shred that document and start over. Their pandemic of words is coming squarely at all of us for that purpose, and that's the bad news. But there is good news, just like the pandemic itself the news of its destructive power is overblown. Only a fraction of 1% of our country's population died from COVID. But you'd swear it was more like 30% based upon the drumbeats in the news. Also overblown is the perceived importance of threats to us and our country coming through social media. Most alarmists tend to be more loud than correct. Count on this. The American people are decent and caring, and that's a huge majority. This Independence Day, remember what's important, what's always been important. Think not about the idiots, the jerks, the ill-informed. They are bullies. Instead, stand up against hate of any people. Continue to protect, just as we always have and always will. We stand here in the land of the noble free, rejoice together in the words of Dr. Martin Luther King, let freedom ring. Amen? Amen. Happy Independence Day, America. 
Okay, team, that's it for today. You can reach out to us by email at brickandblockpodcast at gmail.com. Spell out the word and, A-N-D, brickandblockpodcast at gmail.com. Our website, again, is brickandblockpodcast.com. Go there and check out my almost free masonry contractor special website. Hey, and be sure and subscribe to the podcast. It's important. We want you to join us for the next episode. Now, for the Brick and Block podcast, this is Coach Gary. Thanks for stopping by.